Freebooters Network. Hi, this is Devin Truck with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another issue of Hero Man and Sidekick Boy. We hope you enjoy the show. And it's rigging a book and I bake there. All that I can find. Superman or Green Lantern ain't got Hello and welcome to issue 35 of Hero Man and Sidekick Boy. My name is Ian Clark, and I'm joined, as always, by the doctor of vaccination himself, Mr. Andrew Howard. Andy, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, ironically, my wife is fully vaccinated. I, however, Yay. being a superhero, uh, know that I will not get vaccinated until the very, very end. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, um, let's see, I'm obese. What other comorbidities could I obtain to uh, <laughs> right. get unfortunately, myself early? Unfortunately, in obese puts you in a very broad category mm-hmm. oh that it's was a true. pun oh, look at that <laughs> yes. i didn't even mean that very one. broad and wide category yes yeah um, yeah. yeah yeah with me and <laughs> all of our friends and except stino <laughs> and christian true. christian yeah. and stino that's it yeah. yeah yep and 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 of those two christian's the only one that's actually fit like he's <laughs> like actually does something right stino know, just has no justin games. runs justin runs i take that back he he, um, and he has lucky he jeans. Run. He does. He does. Anyway, yeah, so we are uh, still plugging our way through the uh, 2021 20, portion of the pandemic. Yeah. But um, we are back to talk about comic books, as we always like to do. And I believe Andy had something you had a uh, topic to touch on before we get started. Yeah. So during the day when I get bored, because uh, I often just need to take a break from what I'm doing, but I don't have a ton of time, I'll flip through youtube for clips and stuff uh so netflix put their teaser out for jupiter's legacy so jupiter's legacy is a mark miller or mala uh, (laughs) series that i absolutely loved and it's they're basically it starts in may it looks like i think uh might even be earlier um but it's got uh josh duhamel uh, as one of the characters, so I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Like that guy's awesome. There's some other ones in there, like Leslie Bibb, uh, or you know, she, she's been in some other stuff too that you might know. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's looking it's looking good. Um, that's a really fun one. I like I like what they did with superheroes in that. Um, it reminds me of some of the other. It's it's a much more friendly version of like the boys. Uh, okay. Uh, it's got a it's got a very similar feel, like you know, or even something that I'll mention later, like Squadron Supreme, like how who checks like the that you know the superheroes and what happens when there is no check. Um, and I know DC and Marvel have done things like that, but they they have such big universes that it's you can't check all of it, right? So right. these self-contained ones, I think, are much easier and do and do a good job. So I'm really excited about this. Um, yeah. So yeah, May seventh, I think, is when that's coming. So that's that. That, in my opinion, will be another one that I'm excited to watch. Um, and hopefully, they do a good job with it. Um, you know, I think I think it's an easier one to translate because people don't like the boys like 
they translated those superhero abilities quite easily because nobody nobody really knew like what they had for super and i think we've got to a point in technology too where it's so much easier to do that on tv than you used to be able to so yeah for sure yeah yeah cool very excited about it and i really like like all the stuff that mark miller does so very excited about yeah yeah i like all his stuff too cool that's i didn't know that was coming out that sounds good what was really funny is so the trailer is super broad like it shows nothing I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? And I, I totally forgot, like, because I was immediately, not too long ago, I stumbled across uh, Jupiter Ascending, uh, which mm-hmm. is that, like, not so great sci-fi movie. I'm like, wait, are they doing, like, this spin-off? And I was like, no, wait, that's the that's the Mark Miller comic. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I, I hope excited. it doesn't suffer from people thinking that. Like, wait, this that that bad movie got a TV show? <laughs> no, because it's got Josh Duhamel, so it's fine. Like people will just be like, oh, look at that guy. <laughs> He's handsome. Uh, so people may be asking, ah, oh, guys, aren't you going to talk about WandaVision? We are not because Andy has not seen it yet. So um, so I am watching. I've, I've been keeping up. And, yes, there's tons of ramifications for the rest of the uh, Marvel Universe, including Doctor Strange, one of Andy's favorites, and his new movie that's coming out. So there's tons of permutations uh, and repercussions and other words like that. Uh, but we will have to talk about that at a later date. Yeah, but we can uh, yeah. also say we're we're excited for Captain, I mean, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That starts in March. So there's that. So. I'm excited about that. I'm also excited by the fact that Marvel has the distribution rights for Punisher uh, TV again, too. Yes. So yep. we and again, I really liked all the Daredevil and Punisher stuff. Uh, I liked the Jessica Jones. I um, the Defenders was OK, uh, but I'm. Um, I liked Iron Fist. I liked all of that. So I'm kind of excited about that too. So I think we're going to continue to see great kind of comic based TV. And now that like Disney and Netflix are all, and Hulu are all competing with each other for that stuff. I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. It's, but also, I, I don't know. There's, we're, we're trying so hard to get away from cable and all that. And then now you've got all these, subscription services like paramount starting one now and it's i like, have ah, that because that's cbs because that's right now that's cbs all access and i need uh, that for my star trek gotcha speaking of star trek this isn't really comic related although sort of comic, star trek's had comic books uh the original series remastered is on several different platforms now and i've on i think i'm watching on netflix no i'm watching on prime I've yep. gone back and I'm watching the original series front to back. Oh, wow. Um, which, so as a kid, like it, it's, it's so weird because it feels like it was such a 70s thing, but it really wasn't because it started in, what, 67 and only ran a few seasons, so barely into, into the 70s. But it was in syndication so much that it just felt like it was still on and i just remember being a kid and watching all of them i was watching it in the 80s i know because i remember watching it like sunday nights with my family and that had to be in the 80s like so yeah yeah. that could be i I think it's one that was in syndication for so long and the crazy thing is too there's one of my favorite um channels on youtube is i can never remember the the name of the channel but it's it's Brick Mantooth, and it's like Pod Stallions, and he, he has a podcast as well, 
but he does it's a Mego it's completely Mego centric but it's like not just the little 8 inch Migos it's like everything Mego ever did so there's cool stuff in there but I, for, I, I had forgotten that the and I never had many Migos as a kid I had Spidey and the Hulk and I think maybe Captain America but uh, for some reason I had Spock too I, I did have Spock but I, but the, the Star Trek those really popular Mego Star Trek figures came after the show was long gone which is really strange, and that just shows how popular it was in syndication. Yeah. But, but it's been fun for me. I'm only I'm only four or five episodes in, and it's it's one of those where they they showed them out of order, and then of course oh. there's, you know, when they were first broadcast. So now I'm watching them in broadcast order, and all yeah. of a sudden, like the fourth one was the second pilot, because remember the first pilot famously has Captain Pike, yeah. and then they they scrapped it and and they tossed out a bunch of the cast, so. The, the new pilot shows up as like the fourth, third or fourth episode, and I was so thrown off because immediately it starts and you're like, the, what are these weird uniforms? Who is that sitting in Uhura's seat? There's like all these other people. There's like an old old doctor that's not Bones. There's um the phasers look like really ridiculous like 60s, yeah. um, pre- earlier than that, like 50s like ray gun type stuff. It was just really weird. I was like, this has to be out of sequence, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, this was the this was the new pilot, but then right, they right. made them put it um like third or fourth in there. So anyway, it's been fun, and cool. I like the remaster stuff because it they don't muck around with much. They make the planets look cooler, and and the Enterprise going through space look cooler. That's really yeah. about all they mess with. So. Yeah. So that's been fun, um, and I, I'm enjoying doing that. So tons of new TV and old TV to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Very excited. Yeah, so, okay, well, let's kick off the show then. Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. So welcome into the poll list where we discuss what we have been reading. Traditionally, I go first because I, I don't have as much as Andy, and that's still the case, although I've been reading quite a bit more. And I even checked out some of the things that were suggested to me, some of the things that Andy said. I think one of these was a um, – might have been a Dan Roberts pick. I can't remember. but So I'll go through real quick some of the things that I've been reading. First off, old stuff uh, with my Conan original Marvel run nearly complete. I, I'm just one issue away at this point, and I'm, I could easily buy that at – uh, issue on eBay or, or you know an online service. I am waiting to attempt to find that either in a shop or at a show. Um, that's my kind of my goal to finish it off that way. Yeah, 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 that's cool. It. But I am I have one left. So now I'm turning my attention to Moon Knight, 
And it's a terrible time to do that because Moon Knight's got a series coming out and all of his prices on his back issues are – he's no longer in the 50-cent bin. He's, uh, he's, they're all jacked up now, so I'm paying a little more than I'd like to for, for some of these issues that are not worth it. But, but right, I decided right, to right. go back and kind of catalog where I'm at with his, his first three series. Uh, which went through, you know, started in the 80s, went through into the 90s with the Mark Spector title. So I've been picking those up, and then I went back to the original, that first series, which went, I want to say, like 30 issues or so. And I've got probably the first 20, so I was like, I have those, I'll start reading. So I'm probably eight or nine issues through uh, in that, and I'm really enjoying it. There's some stuff that they pulled in the more recent Moon Knight, from this early stuff that I had no idea they did. Like, I can't remember where it was, but in his new newer series, remember there was a whole thing where he was fighting werewolves on the moon? Yeah. Uh, that happened in, like, issue six of the original, of his original series. There was, like, a someone had poisoned the water supply in New York, and people were hallucinating that they were werewolves, and, and Moon Knight ended up getting some of the water, too, and he... he dreamed he was on the moon and and everyone was werewolves and it was i was like that they absolutely pulled that from the original that's that was really cool so so i've been having a lot of fun with that for for old stuff that um that i've been reading and then newer things um uh i've read two or three now of we only find them when we're dead Uh, how far along how far along is it i'm keeping up with it so i just read five or six now five Uh, yeah Are you, you still enjoying it? Because I felt like two and three, it kind of like I really liked the premise and the start in the first, but I was like, I don't know if I, I like where this is going. It's not, so, yeah, it's 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 not what it's I hoped my, it would be. Yeah, yeah, it's it definitely changed. Four and five were long, like yeah, it's four and five especially are just like one one continuing story almost um, uh, across two comics with like very little happens. So it's a lot of story. Or it's a lot of writing without a lot without a whole lot of story change. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so so I've read a couple. I'll more stick it out for a little while longer, but it's yeah. not it's not one that I'm jumping to now. Like I really liked the premise, but premise is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that don't remember, it's essentially these space uh, crews on these spaceships are like harvest style spaceships that essentially find dead space gods like Galactus and harvest yeah. the organs and all that. And so that premise alone, when you told me that, I was like, that is amazing. Yeah. Um, and the first first issue I thought was quite good. And then it's, I don't know, I'm just, I don't know. So I'll be curious to see if you keep going, if, if it picks up and if I should get back into it. Um, so that's a newer one. Um, a couple others that I'm still catching up on, Rat Queens. Uh, still loving Rat Queens. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm in volume three now. Uh, and Black Hammer, which was one of our uh, read this a while back, I'm on volume three of that as well. Still. Who's the um? Who's the like the the crazy guy from from that series? Uh, oh, the old space dude. Yeah, uh, he I can has never his own new his series now too. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. If you remember his name, I'll look it up eventually. I can't remember. Yeah, so that's another one where I like some of the individual characters, but it just it didn't grab me the same way it grabbed you. But yeah, I'm pretty sure like Captain, it's something Captain. Yeah, it's Captain something. Yeah, 
he's like yeah. an old space dude. I sometimes with those ensemble books, I have a hard time remembering. Them. Well, that's what I remember. And yeah, his, his was like a weird story to begin with, too. So yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's like caught out of time, and yeah. Who publishes so, that? Do you remember? It is Dark Horse. It's Dark Horse. It is Dark Horse. All right. What else? Uh, oh, a couple others that I tried that, and again, I can't remember who recommended them. Oh, I know you recommended the um, Marnius Calgar. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't get into it. Oh. I, I don't know. I couldn't. That first issue didn't just didn't do much for me. Maybe I need to keep going with it, but I was like, ah, I don't know. Um, but I'll let you talk about it if you're still reading it. And then one more I was going to mention. I think this was – I can't remember if this was you or Dan that recommended uh, – or maybe it was somebody else. It was, But it's the Walt Simonson Ragnarok one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I couldn't uh, get into that either. No, um, that might have been uh, Jamie that recommended that. Oh, that's that could have been, yeah. I apologize. I think so. I can't remember. So Ooh. it's weird. It's, it, it is, It's yeah, got a then, super weird art style. Um, I read a bunch of that. Like I read, I read at least a volume or two of that. Um, I thought it was a cool, it had a cool story to it. Um, but yeah, it's not, I think a new one came out, but I didn't, um, I, I thought about grabbing it, um, on comiXology, but I, I didn't, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, that's a tough one. Yeah, I just I just couldn't get into it. And I, I always feel like it like I'll, I'll give a book a pass a little bit for like if a first issue is like, eh, you know, OK, maybe this. But even with that one and, and the Marnius Calgar one, both of them, I was just like, eh, I think I'm good. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I've lost. I can't. You know, I'll the, have to look at the first Marnius Calgar again to see if it got if that one wasn't as good. Colonel Weird. Weird, okay. Sorry, I had to keep looking. I couldn't stop. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, I, I understand. Stop. I so, uh, yeah, the but I also like I I really like like stories set in the 40k universe a lot of times, and this one's yeah. just like, and this is one where if you're not if you don't know much about it, like they the way they write it, they kind of try to explain like who the space Marines are, who chaos yeah. is like who. Um, yeah, Maybe that was it. Maybe it feels over explaining for someone who knows the lore and stuff. Oh, I, I definitely could see that, but I thought it was, I thought that to me made it a little bit more interesting. Uh, before I forget, not only did Colonel weird get his own, uh, barbalian. Uh, also oh, he's one. awesome. And that he's looked cool. like way him. more interesting. That's actually yeah, that's up to issue five right or issue four right now. Mm, all right, I may yeah. check that out. Um, I, I I probably need to finish Black Hammer first though. But um, that was <laughs> it for me. That's that's all of mine. I um, um, but I had a little bit more this month because I was trying to read some more current stuff. But like I said, I'm re- I am really having a really good time reading that original Moon Knight series. Oh, that's cool. So let's see. So what what happened? Oh, I read five volumes of a title called wasteland um so it's set in a kind of post-apocalyptic future a hundred years after the big wet the earth is a broken and infertile world um 
the reason I read five volumes is the first five volumes are part of Columnixology Unlimited. It's not by an off, uh, you know, Antonio Johnston. So it's not the, um, it's all black and white. Um, so I kind of like that, but it's, there's a, this is, it's, yeah, it's got a post-apocalyptic with a little bit of weird, like either magic or psionics. You can't, you can't really tell. Um, but I, I, it, I like post-apocalyptic. So, so I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed reading that, but yeah, that's, that's probably 700 pages or so like so it was like reading a book like i love when i can find a series like that and tear into it for a while because it is it becomes like reading a book for me uh so if you like post-apocalyptic uh wastelands was fun because i've been doing the um in my role-playing pathfinder game uh it has a pirate theme right now um i tried to find some pirate comics and there was a newer one out there called a man among ye and it's more about some female uh pirates Eh. (laughs) and so it's Anne bonnie so i was really excited about um um but it's it's okay that's top cow stephanie phillips is the writer for that it's it's okay she had also written some other things that I had read parts of. She's got a really good one. I haven't bought it yet, but it gets a lot of good reviews. The Butcher of Paris. But again, it's I tried. I think they're it's still fairly new, but there were at least three issues out. Yeah, um, it looks like there's four now. Yeah, yeah. So I I did three and I was out. Um, <laughs> post Americana, uh, another post apocalyptic um, set in the United States. Oh, it is. It's ridiculous. It's so it makes it kind of fun. What is the what is the tagline on this one? Like it, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. But basically, like, so Cheyenne Mountain that everybody has made it into popular lore, like, was a, a bunker prepared for the U.S. government, you know, in case there was ever a disaster. But apparently, when a disaster strikes. But instead of like important citizens and the executive branch getting there, all like of the ultra elite and wealthy make it in there. And so now and like they've been in there for 80 years now that they're going to try to subjugate the rest of the wasteland. And the wasteland is hilarious. There's there's a guy that's a cannibal. Like so there's cannibals there and like it's just over the top. So it it's I don't like it's image comics, it's fun, it's got a good story, but it is it's super over the top. Yeah, but it's it's fun. Um now so is there, I'm, po- I'm guessing I'm guessing there's maybe some social commentary on current times within the uh A little so what's funny is a little bit, but it's not it's not as bad as other, as other things I've seen like cuz I get tired of that super quick. I get I get that people are sometimes unhappy with the current political situation, um, but that that gets old for me real quick, which is be ironic when we get to something later in this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been fun. One of the main characters is female too, which always I I like when we get a strong female character. Um, but that's been fun. Post Americana, there's three out now, I think. 
uh, still reading. I still get Deadpool every month. I still get Conan the Barbarian every month. Uh, I still read X-Men and Marauders every month. Um, but I've started to cut back on some of the other ones. Uh, like I was reading X-Factor and Hellions as well. Um, I've cut back on, on some of those. Um, I did um, also read uh, this weird title. Uh, I don't think I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Scout's Honor. Um, again, you're going to notice the theme, post-apocalyptic. Um, <laughs> but basically, there's a group of survivors that were trained. It's They can't call them the Boy Scouts because that's trademarked. So they they make up their own little thing. But it has a really neat twist as to who those initial Boy Scouts were. If I'm going to talk about a mainstream one that anyone can get into that's really good, Robert Kirkman's Firepower. It is fantastic. Um, it's ninjas, a um, little bit of kind of avatar, um, and a family. So like it's super accessible, um, and that one's that one's really fun. I think that's and I've got some other ones that I'm still reading that uh, Seven to Eternity, uh, and then the last one I'll mention. I just bought Firepower number one. Oh, it's good. It's so <laughs> I've got Comixology up, so I love yeah, it. The Invincible cartoons coming out, and that looks good. Oh, yeah, it does. We forgot to mention that in terms yeah. of TV. <laughs> so I read, have you ever heard of Agents of Hate from yes. Marvel? Yep. Oh, my God, it was so weird. It was fun. <laughs> so on Comixology, they have Next Wave Agents of Hate, the complete collection. Yeah, there, it's it's so the characters in there because it's got Machine Man, I think. Yeah, Aaron Stack. Um, yeah, it's got a whole bunch of stuff in here. Uh, Elsa Bloodstone's in it. Yeah, it's a it's dumb uh, and fun. It 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 felt like a Deadpool team up almost for me. I I had a lot of fun with that, and it's Warren Ellis too. That's how I stumbled onto it. Um, was I was looking through some of my old Warren Ellis stuff, and I I found that. Nice. All right, last one I'm going to mention, and this will then bring us into another topic. <laughs> okay. I started reading Captain America, the Mark Grunwald years. So oh, yeah. I re- yeah. I really love Grunwald's. Uh, I already mentioned it tonight, the uh, Squadron uh, Supreme there. So yeah. I hadn't really read anything else by him. So somewhere it was recommended his run on Captain America, which starts in 1968 with number 307. Oh my God, comics are so different. Like in that, <laughs> like, like. Well, um, first off, they're so dense. There's so much text in those. Books. And that's exactly what I need. Like I, because I, <laughs> this is I don't read books anymore, so I don't. I don't know. So if you give me a good author with like a ton to read in there, I don't care. Um, the fir- what's really funny is the first one doesn't even have Captain America in it. It's really Madcap uh, and um, oh, one of one of uh, like Captain America's proteges. Now I can't remember who it is, but I just remember it's Madcap because it's the uh, appearance. It's the first appearance of Madcap, which. He has been a recurring villain for Deadpool quite often because uh, he's very much like Deadpool. Like, he can't be killed. Yeah. Oh, my God. But there's 
he fights uh, a villain called Armadillo. Um, yep, I remember Armadillo. <laughs> oh my God! Then another guy called Porcupine comes in. <laughs> I think I think Porcupine ended up a Spidey villain at one point. Ah, uh, well, he. No, I don't know because he dies not too far into. The, oh, he might have been a Spidey it, it, villain before. Yeah, uh, I think but he was. This will get to our somebodies. This is a segue into our somebodies, but this is where the Serpent Society is founded. It is some of the best supervillain like origin story you've ever heard but we'll i'll talk a little bit more about it when we get into it but it's but the reason i've been able to read this is because i broke down and i bought a marvel unlimited subscription 70 bucks a year but they have twenty thousand titles that i can read uh and it's it allowed me to just basically find an older run of captain america that's not really collected anywhere and just jump in so it's it was a transition point where mark grimwall took over and i could just start reading it and so basically i built an entire read list of i don't even know how many probably 50 or more in that series that's all all by him and i've i've read probably 20 already um and i would never there was no way i'd ever go back and read these like right, otherwise right. like but somebody said this is a great read list you know why don't you like you can do this and you can do it very easily with marvel unlimited so i was like all right i'll i'll try it um and it's been it's been fun um yeah he has I'm... a girlfriend and he can't keep her and i didn't realize at this point in Captain America's life, he like he he had a job like stocking groceries and he gets fired. Like, <laughs> uh, oh no no no, sorry, that wasn't him. That was his friend. Uh, no, he got a job writing comics for Marvel Comics. <laughs> I think I remember that as not like remember it because it's before our time, but remember yeah. like canonically that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So these are all in ones Caps that are like Caps. I like. This is 10 years before I was born, basically. So I never, like, would have read these. And, like, yeah, he's got a job writing for Marvel Comics. Like, <laughs> and, like, he can't keep his girlfriend because, <laughs> like, he's out there, like, like saving people all the time. And she's going back to law school in the Midwest. Uh, <laughs> and her Jewish parents don't like him. It is hilarious. Like, I'm very proud of what Mark Grenwald wrote. Uh, so I'm having an absolute blast with that. But again, that's made possible by the fact that I broke down and subscribed to Marvel Unlimited. I, uh, I think I'm going to have to jump in. Sorry, what were you saying? No, no, yeah, go ahead. I, I think I'm going to have to do at least a month to see because as much as I love, like, like I love Batman. And even though I don't read a current book, like if you if you you know um, batarang to my head you know made me pick all time favorite superhero probably it would have to be Batman for me just overall ultimately throughout the course of my life yeah. but I'm not reading a ton and, and there's other DC characters that are very high on my list Green Arrow being up there but at my heart I think I'm a Marvel zombie and so there's probably so much stuff like this. Um, cap run that I would absolutely love going back and reading that you can't find, you know, like you said, it's not necessarily collected in a trade. It's because it's not a famous arc or whatever. Yeah. And 
it that sort of reminds me of what I do when I get like a 50 cent bin and I see a run of like 15 issues of a comic and I'm like, I'll pick this up, whatever, you know, that's how I ended up. I accidentally ended up with like the iron, the whole Iron Man Armor Wars set because I found them in a, in a 50 cent bin one year and was able to get the entire run. So I own that because of that. So so those are the types of things that I would absolutely love going back and reading and just going to see. It, it, it affords you the opportunity to go jump in and say, is this any good? Like characters that I've never read a ton, but that I like, like Thor or the Fantastic Four. I've never picked up a ton of their books. But I like the characters, and there's probably some really cool runs in there. Yeah, you could Ian, you could read Werewolf by Night number thirty-two, oh, the first, first appearance, Moon Knight. first Moon Knight. I just looked; first it's Moon available. Uh, yeah, in yeah. Fact, I'll definitely yeah. at least try it for a month and see see yeah, how much yeah, yeah. I use it. Yeah. But um, all right, yeah. all right. If you're gonna try it for a month, maybe what we can do, maybe I can find. Oh, that's from 2014. I read. We read that one. Oh, find something for for read this in there. Yeah, for Moon Knight okay. too, even because I know there is the that Annihilation series that I mentioned is in there, so I don't know. Okay, yeah, you can pick what you want. I'll, I, how about this? Yeah, I'll definitely pick it up for the first month and see right. how much I I do. All right, then, then I know what we'll read then. Okay, all right. Well, speaking of that, should we move into read this then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord Aku, the samurai has escaped our clutches once again. You have failed me again, my daughter. If the foolish samurai has once again escaped, then you shall be banished. Dad, you need to chill out. It's time to go on a Geek Nation tour. A what? A Geek Nation tour, where they have tours of Middle Earth, feudal Japan, and even a Star Trek tour. No, we must capture the... Wait, did you say Star Trek tour? Yep. To geeknationtours.com. It is entitled, Naturan de Manto, roughly translated, Book of the Dead. The book is bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. All right, welcome into Read This, where we discuss a trade paperback or a series or maybe a one-shot. We don't really do one-shots. Or maybe uh, a 400-page... <laughs> Uh, yes, this is uh, the subtitle of this uh, segment is sometimes called "I'm very sorry, Andy." <laughs> you know, I have to be sorry because I kept reading. Like I'm just like I'm just like wait, like how how what I really want to know is who decided how to collect these issues. Yeah, so we picked. I picked Ian, me. I very sorry. Picked you don't have to be sorry. I still had fun. So here's the thing: is it was fun. It was it was fun to try it. It's the Amazing Spider-Man, the complete clone saga epic, except it's like part one. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I bought these books when they were coming out, and I remember really liking them, except this trade paperback. I jumped in like at the very end where it starts to get interesting, where you f- get Scarlet Spider and Kane and this. So I didn't – the whole first part, I'm like, this – I don't remember any of this because – and it's because that's not where I picked it up. I picked it up where it's split into Ben Riley and, you know, Scarlet Spider and all of that. So, so, and, and the first parts, we should say the writer, it had a ton of writers, Tom DeFalco, JMD Matisse, uh, Terry Cavanaugh in there. Um, some good artists. You got Mark Bagley, Sal Buscema, um, Ron Lim, John Romita Jr. I mean, you've got some, some big names in there that were drawing this at the time. Um, 
and it's it it's a very controversial storyline because you know the there's the whole um peter parker's clone suddenly coming back from the jackal uh storyline in the 70s where it um you know the clone was supposedly killed off and it opens up and i thought it was interesting that it opens up with it flashing back to like when the clone is created and how the jackal is is just so abusive with him and and him breaking free of all that and then it just devolves into a giant mess (laughs) of characters that you don't care about like traveler and Oh, it was it was just a mess. Well, and that like by that point too, that's like 200 pages in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So like, there'd be like one page of Ben and Peter interacting, and then 20 pages of Traveler doing weird. I don't even know what like. Yeah, well, and there's the whole Lost Years. There's three episodes or three issues from the Lost Years yeah. where, like, you've got a character that if you don't know anything about, they wait till the very, like, last two panels to explain who he is, basically. Like, yeah. and it's in Salt Lake City, too, which, like, not a hotbed of what you consider, it's like, comic activity. Hotbed. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, weird subplots, like... Ben Riley's girlfriend murdered someone in the past. I was like, oh, all right. Like, I was like, yeah. that was four pages of nonsense. Like, uh, yeah, and there's they shoehorn carnage in there because this is when the all the symbiotes were everywhere. Oh, this is before this. This is Kane, which is the other like clone that you've never like. Yeah. If you don't know, that wasn't covered in any of the earlier stuff when they were talking about. Right you know, him being cloned and stuff. So you don't like they do. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. It's at the end of issue two of the lost years. They explain who Kane is a flawed clone of Peter Parker. I was like, yeah. All right. Now, when I, when I was reading this, I hadn't read that, but I didn't know anything about that. So, so there's a reveal in, you know, in that later on the clone stuff with Scarlet spider and everything. Um, where you figure that out and it's like it's like oh that's cool so i didn't even know that when i read it initially so right right yeah again it's but it's i think i think the other issue too is i i really like you know i just admit it i read 700 pages of you know six volumes of a brand new comic this one is 400 pages and it jumps a lot and it's it's hard to it's too much it's they've got they're it, they're trying to do too much with it yeah well and, and i think it's also because it it collects way too many disparate like series yeah like, it feels like filler in a to sell a trade at a at a larger page count yeah yeah because it it's not all... stuff that advances the story at all right yeah, like I said, the the entire thing with him in Utah, it's a cool backstory stuff for Ben, for Ben, but it's not, it's not that good. Like, no, no, yeah, and and it was and, super tropey. Like, oh yeah, yeah, co- cop and his partner, like, uh oh, guess what? Spoilers, <laughs> one of the cops is bad. Like. Oh, yeah. the gangsters are Italian, but somehow they're in Salt Lake. 
what the hell is yeah. this? Like, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to run the crime syndicate in Salt Lake when you're the only crime in town. Right, 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 right. If you're the only Italian family in the entire <laughs> area, you must be the criminals. Like, yeah. Yeah, there was just a lot of stuff. But then it gets to the end, and finally Ben Riley takes on the Scarlet Spider. Um, you know, kind of finally accepts it, and I, I don't, I don't care what people say. I think that's a cool costume. I like that costume, even oh, though he's yeah. wearing a, a ripped hoodie or whatever. But that red is very striking, and um, I just, I just think it's a, I think it's a really good look. And I liked Ben Riley as a character. I thought it was, it, it was very contrived too, with him fighting it, being like, no, you know, I don't want to be, you know, who. Peter Parker is and be this hero and stuff and then finally embracing it. But when he finally puts on the costume and, you know, that's that's where I was reading it. And that's where I I remember liking that part. But all that other stuff leading into it was just I I just (laughs) it's so much to get through. I think if they had done a little intro and then started with power and responsibility. Yes, it would have been great. But it's it's there's two all of the. Spider-Man Lost Years is the other thing too is it's like the comic style and the writing is so different. Like I I think they did a neat thing with some of like the different character perspectives and it's all introspective in Spider-Man the Lost Years and that was kind of neat, but it's I'm just like what is what is happening? Like I don't even yeah. know yeah. And they all the they almost make you want to. I think they they're maybe trying to overcompensate and make you want to empathize and and side with Ben Riley. Where there's a there's a lot of it where they make Peter Parker into a jerk, like he's just not not likable. And so and I guess maybe they're trying to push you toward liking Ben Riley, but it was just it was just weird. Well, yeah, because he starts. Um... Because the first thing that happens is like Peter Parker's beating up like Ben Riley. Like it's just weird. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh well. So they're not all home runs. Right. <laughs> but that's that's why we pick them to. Because I I wanted to go back and read it. And and again, like I said, of that entire book, I read like the last four issues were where I started, which makes me want to read the next part of it because that's that's where I remember enjoying it. So I may go on and. And read that next trade because I I remember liking that storyline and thinking it was interesting and with Kane and everything so you know maybe maybe I will but um yeah it was that was a slog that was that was one of the tougher ones we've ever well had, it was also I like think. I said that was one of the longer ones we've done it's I long, think too yeah um yeah, yeah. which again Sorry. long doesn't mean bad it just this time around it just happened that there was a lot going on yeah yeah swing and a miss. Sorry oh, well. <laughs> oh, again, it was all right. Like it was that's not a storyline I knew that well anyhow, so reading it was was good. Well, Dan will be happy that overall it was disappointing cuz he was I was like, "No, I remember liking this." And he was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> so so we'll <laughs> we'll see what he has to say about that. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but it's your turn to pick something good. So what are we going <laughs> to Well, I can't guarantee that. Um, yeah. okay. So I, so I often do not like the grand space stuff in Marvel because I feel like you, you kind of get, um, 
anything can happen or not anything can happen but the, the the characters become like a little bit overpowered to me but the annihilation um series um so it's it's six issues so this originally would have come out uh, let's see where is this 2006 yeah print release date 2006 silver surfer super scroll ronin nova um they feist face down the annihilation wave and lost they must unite or uh, who remain or die by annihilus's hand so annihilus is one of those ones where i don't know that much about so this is one i want to read because i think it'll be fun to read so technically it gets collected in annihilation the complete collection volume two has one through six in it but it also that also has some of the other stories because there's like annihilation ronin uh, annihilation heralds of galactus uh, annihilation the nova core but the core of it is annihilation and that's one through six that i want to read um okay so one through six okay yeah, yeah. okay yes. that's cool. it, it that's is available, available on... if you do end up with marvel unlimited it is available on marvel unlimited okay all right that's where i'll that's where I'll grab it from then. Okay, cool. That sounds good. I am interested in reading that. Okay. All right. That was read this. And please don't make the super suit green or animated. Now we will talk about the somebodies. And in this case, it is plural. It's a plural somebodies, which I don't know if we've done before, but Andy asked, he texted me, he's like, can we do groups? And I was like, I don't see why not. I don't know if we necessarily have, but but yeah, it's our show. We knew where we were. <laughs> so... So, so this, who you picked this time? I picked Serpent Society. So the reason I picked them is they are. I mentioned earlier in the episode that I started reading some of the Captain America, uh, Mark Grumwald, and I think in three. Uh, so in Captain America three ten, Grumwald introduces a new, you know super villain group called <laughs> the serpent society <laughs> but it's basically a labor union and <laughs> and so it's like mark Grunwald's take on like so he must have it's hard to tell whether he's anti-labor union or just poking <laughs> fun of labor unions but basically one villain convinces other villains to basically pool their resources so they'll be able to have access to better technology bigger jobs higher pay comradeship like he <laughs> like it's like it, he basically and he, well, it, it was 1985 so yeah. we're right in the middle of the cold war at that right point, so and he literally pitches it to to another group of villains like <laughs> he has like a pitch meeting like it's not like <laughs> and it's in like an office like they're in an abandoned like mental hospital but like they're using an office like they're not using like the operating room or something like that they're like they're sitting at a table and having a discussion <laughs> like and they like what's really funny in is they're one of their first paying gibbs gigs is for aim and they kill modok oh wow okay i didn't realize modok died that's crazy <laughs> So founded by Sidewinder, who's it, Sidewinder's kind of a cool character. Yeah, he's, so, um, yeah, so, he's had some goofy ass costumes over the years. Oh yeah, yeah. oh, and none more goofy than in this. You should, 
Uh, it's gotta be like. Is it the yellow? Like, is he got like the hood, almost like a cobra yeah. hood type thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, so like you have Anaconda, Black Mamba, like you have a good who? All right, who's this? Where where did it go? Uh, Constrictor, who actually doesn't join. Rattler, Cottonmouth, Bushmaster, Princess Python. Oh, there's uh, a lot of snake themed bad guys, aren't they? Oh, they are. It's it was hilarious, and some of their abilities are wacky. One of them, Princess Python, literally her only ability is the ability to talk to snakes. Like <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Well, that's because she quickly leaves. She's like, wait, I can't handle this. Like I literally only talk to snakes. I'm not ready for this level of like <laughs> violence and stuff. Like she just she's not super powered, so she basically walks away like uh <laughs> from it eventually um at a certain point diamondback becomes rom- romantically involved with captain america like i can't wait to get to that like that's yeah. but yeah so basically the reason i chose them is in this in this run uh so it's in the 300s for captain america they're very prominent their costumes are ridiculous. Their superpowers are ridiculous. And the reason they form is ridiculous. But, like, even the write-up will say, like, Captain America never really busts the whole gang ever. Because there are <laughs> they have, like, strength in numbers. When they get arrested, Sidewinder is a – he has, like, a magic cloak that allows him to, like, appear and disappear – so he just yeah, appears. Like snakes do. He's got yeah. snake powers. <laughs> yeah. So he just appears in the jail cell, grabs them, and and zorches out. Like it's hilarious. Like <laughs> you just funny. like none of them really care about being caught, but they're not. But they're also like negotiating the price, like for like killing Modok or whatever. Like they're coming, in, like they're undercutting other people, and. <laughs> I've seen it before with aim and Hydra in some of the Deadpool stuff. Like he'll play one against the other and stuff, but I always just thought that was like a Deadpool thing. I didn't realize there were other like independent contractors out there. Like, and that's basically what they're doing. They're just, they're independent. They're independent contractors. Um, with snake themes, <laughs> with snake themes. Uh, apparently that's they awesome. like, they last a while too. Like, well, I'm seeing their stuff. 2008 Secret Invasion. They were part of that. Um, yeah. Avengers versus the X Men. They were in that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, and apparently they even made it into uh, Superhero Squad, uh, which oh, is the kids show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. Uh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, not Superhero oh, Squad. Okay. But even still, Earth Mightiest Heroes was still, um, you know, the Disney XD stuff like. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So again, there's they've literally they've worked for every single villain organization. They have a ton of characters um and they're all fairly ridiculous. Um and most of them make their appearance in Captain America 310, which was that the other ones come from earlier Marvel two-in-ones back in mm-hmm. 1980. So they're all characters of the 80s for the most part, uh, except Princess Python. Um, she's actually from Amazing Spider-Man back in 1965. I didn't realize that. Um, mm, that's cool. Snake Charmer. Professional criminal and snake charmer. That is her... <laughs> oh, 
which led me down a quick rabbit hole. There's another organization called Circus of Crime. Yes, I do remember that with Ringmaster, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we might we might be revisiting this theme uh, in the future if, if I find more about that. There is some weird stuff in the the current run or the sorry, the run I'm reading of Captain America uh, where there's a whole gang criminal gang whose theme is based around juggling <laughs> okay yep yep uh yep juggling uh so that's a little weird um <laughs> but interesting that was just a kind of a one shot like some of them juggle knives some of them juggle like explosive energy or something but yeah basically you had a whole group of jugglers so i'm finding a whole new set of somebodies out there um, <laughs> that are weird theme gangs uh, is basically what it's what it's become, um, and I'm and I'm loving it. I'm I'm loving every minute of it. Um, well, I'm super excited for Marvel Unlimited now because just even looking through this, I'm like, oh man, yeah, I love Marvel Two in One. That's like those are some of my favorite things to pick up in the 50 cent bin. Cause they're, they're all one shots. There are maybe two at the most where, where you get two Marvel characters teaming up for, you know, an adventure and then they're, they're fun little reads. But then I was like, Oh man, what if I go back and read a ton of what if I can read storylines that I didn't ever read and have it picked up. Like, um, uh, for whatever reason, Craven's last hunt came into, um, those are, we didn't even talk about that in in read oh, this. Yeah, they, even, yeah, yeah. they even shoehorned Craven's son in there too. So but, yeah, <laughs> I forgot that. Craven's last hunt. I mean, there's a ton of Marvel stuff now that I'm super excited to to read. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I can't and remember is all the how Star much... Wars stuff on there. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a yeah. there's a lot okay. in there. Um, who are these guys? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to find the name of this group. Oh God. Yeah, they're just. They're jugglers. It's so weird. Like <laughs> knickknack. I don't even know. Who that one is. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, Cap and um, Hawkeye team up. Um, it's hilarious because basically a criminal hires these juggler criminals to break him out of jail, and then he, they find out he has no money. So then they try to sell him back to Hawkeye, uh, <laughs> who was the guy who arrested him nice. originally. This is also the episode where. Uh, Captain America and his girlfriend break up because she's moving to the Midwest to pursue her law degree. And there's some questionable when her parents are in the scene uh, and they're he's using Yiddish phrases. And so then they put the little like star so you can go down to the bottom and find out what that (laughs) Yiddish phrase means. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is this? Yeah. Well, I'd better run. I don't I want to get home by the time the movers drop off all of you. Shirazi at the house. <laughs> Traffic will uh, be in uh, in an hour. Will be a murder, and then down at the bottom, Yiddish for junk and or stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, comics yeah. or education. No offense to you uh, personally, Steve, but he never warmed up to the idea of me seeing a goy, <laughs> which is a non-Jewish person. Like, but, but Steve Rogers, he's a mensch. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm pretty sure Mench gets is the other one that gets defined in here too. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, 1980s comics. What a world out there. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we've digressed. This Amazing. one bounced around a little bit, but um, yeah. Sorry to make you spend more money in, but it is so no, no. Worth I'm. It. Yeah, I think I'm gonna end up. Um, 
I'm going to end up liking it because I know and that's just me just looking at the Serpent Society Wikipedia page and like five things popping into my head. So there's there's going to be a ton more that I haven't even thought of where I'm just like, oh, man, I'm going to read this. So because it really is stuff that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily buy the trade or I wouldn't be lucky enough to find in the, you know, the bargain bin. So there's just there's just cool. And sometimes I just like to read weird stuff like that. Like you're talking about, like go back and read like like the when, you know, Cap is turned into a werewolf. Like you know, that's, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the Grinwald run. Uh, it's, might be, it, uh, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. The Cap Wolf thing. I mean, stuff like that. I just wanna, yeah. I just wanna, I wanna read those. So that'll be fun. There's a bunch of West Coast Avengers on here too. Oh, I love. I actually have a pretty good run of West Coast Avengers. Um, so and I actually, it, it, yeah. I was just reading because um, I have one through. I think I have one through twelve. And I was like, all right, let me check it out. And first off. West Coast Avengers later ends up with some of my absolute favorite characters. Eventually, Moon Knight ends up in there. Eventually, War Machine ends up in there. But they don't start in there. The starting core of West Coast Avengers is kind of boring. It's like it's got Iron Man, but Hawkeye's the leader. And I love Hawkeye, but it's like well, that's that's what that crosses over in the Captain America stuff. He's like, I'm finally the leader of the West Coast Avengers. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The lineup to start with is not great there's some guys where i'm like uh like wonder man's in there who i've never really cared for and um what's her name tigra and it's just like it's not it's not interesting i read the first three or four and i was like this isn't very good (laughs) west coast avengers number 21 hank pym returns to do what he's uh he does best but it's uh, could this be moon knight's chance at redemption it's got moon knight uh as a possible west coast avenger so. Yeah, he ends up with them later, and and like I said, and War Machine does, and there's there's a couple others that that are when it's that when it gets to that lineup, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm in, because because those are characters that I like, and and that's what a book like that should do. It should take characters that can't always sustain their own individual title, and yeah. and give them some you know some stories. So I I like it for that, but. Um, yeah, that first the first start of West Coast Avengers, at least the first four I read were, yeah, it was a chore. They, they were not real good stories. So. I wonder, uh, I wonder if any like the Great Lakes Avengers stuff is in here too. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's all that stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go upstairs and I'm gonna download the Marvel Unlimited onto my tablet. That's the other thing too is a, a big reason I'm really enjoying the digital comics more now is that um, Amy bought a new laptop and she gave me her Surface Pro. Oh. Yeah. So now I can enjoy it in a, in a proper size. Like I was reading them before either on my laptop or, or a Kindle. Kindle's way too small. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so now I'm, re- I'm enjoying it more because it, it feels like a comic book size and I can – I still use the guided view. So yeah. I can see oh, yeah, everything. I do too, yeah. Yeah, but I like the single-page preview. Like I like it. The one yep. where it shows you the whole page and then it bounces. Because I like to see the layout. I like how yep. the, that's part. That's a huge part of comics to me is that you know what the artist has done as far as the storytelling. So, um, so yeah. So that's helped me enjoy the digital comics a lot more now. And, so. and here's the thing: at seventy bucks a year, right? That means you just got to read twenty comics and it pays for yeah. itself. Um, yeah. And yeah. I'm almost there on the Captain America itself. <laughs> Yeah. So I will say I do not like their interface as much as Comixology. So it was a little harder. It's much easier to do to build your library out 
on a browser and then go into like the app. Now, if you're doing it all on the surface, you'll be fine because you can do it all right from the browser. But like it took me tonight, I was trying to get ready and it took me five minutes to remember how to get into my library in Marvel Unlimited because it's all tied in with all the rest of the Marvel stuff. So like you have to go to like your account and then account settings and then on the side that's where your library is and then you can see your you know you can see your whole library but when you're just browsing for stuff it's super easy to put it into your library um it was just finding my library again was a little a little wonky gotcha yeah i'm definitely i'm excited now i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out so um Okay, cool. We've kind of meandered to the end as we <laughs> Sorry, usually yeah. do, but no, that's okay. No, I mean that's what we do. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good to see you again. We haven't actually seen each other in person for um oh. for a few months. Um, we did get to we played an RPG on Tuesday, so that was good. And we're playing again on Saturday. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. they they finished insulating the basement Tuesday. The drywall gets delivered, so I think by late April, uh, everything should be done with the with the with the basement so i'll have i'll have a big space i probably won't do anything till summertime uh just the yeah. way things are um yeah. but yeah it's uh it's getting there that's awesome yeah. good deal um uh i was gonna mention something else and now it's it's slipped away oh i know what it was uh this doesn't have to be on the show but since we're here and we're talking about comic books uh uh you need to get get us going with a superhero rpg at least a one-off or something with um well i thought we were Evil I wanna, or something like i thought we were waiting for the deadlands to wrap up and then we, that's okay. what we we're going to move into um okay. that's yeah, a good idea. I'm, I'm more than likely going to do the one where you're it uses savage worlds uh, and you're a you're basically villains fighting. Yeah, off. that's necessary evil. That's a yeah. that's a good um, and yeah, I already own that, and that's uh that's a fun little setting. I like that. So at Savage Worlds is easy, and obviously bounce down to Deadlands, we'll be we'll pick it right up. So, yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can we can discuss. We'll probably get a few more, maybe two or three more sessions of Deadlands, and then we'll be ready. Okay, to that's good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah so awesome. All right. Well, yet again, we've meandered more, but uh, yeah. that's uh, that's what Hero Man and Sidekick Boy do. Uh. Okay, I think we've reached the end. Thank you very much, listeners, as always. And thank you to my partner in crime, Andy. Oh, thank you very much, Ian. This was a fun one. Uh, a lot of a lot of rambling, but... That's all right. But, yeah, a lot of good stuff to read, uh, so definitely check it out. Keep coming with the uh, with the suggestions, everybody. Jamie, I think it was Jamie that, that recommended Ragnarok. And, yeah, yeah, sorry I didn't get into it, but it sounds like Andy read a bunch of it. So. Yeah, I read, I read that, and like I said, I almost picked up. I, I saw it on Comixology Unlimited, I just, I, I don't, I just didn't grab it. Um, cause like I said, I've, I've got so much built up now on the Marvel Unlimited that I want to read. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm and I had now. a 400 page, uh, trade. Again, I didn't oh, say yeah. slog through. I just had, I just, oh, I, I didn't did. realize how long it was. It just kept going. Yeah, I didn't time. either. When I picked it, I didn't think it was that many. I thought it was like 12 issues or something. I was like, oh. I would get to the end of a storyline and be like, wait, this isn't over. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Annihilation is going to be better. That's what we're going to read next. Yeah, six, six issues. Yeah, six issues. So. All right. Well, thank you, as always, Andy. We will be back in another month. Thank you, listeners. Um, definitely check in with us. We didn't get any mailbag questions this month, so uh, 
come on back. I, we, we used to get some regularly. So if you guys got, got anything to talk about, even if it's just more comic suggestions or, yeah. or thoughts about what's going on or thoughts on TV, WandaVision, all that type of stuff, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah. please Feedback, do Feedback, criticisms, all that fun stuff. We'll take it. Yeah. We, we don't it. do anything with it, but we'll take it. No, we'll read it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, listeners. We will be back soon. Until then, we are reminding you it is a four-color world. We're just living in it. This has been Hero Man and Sidekick Boy, a part of the Freebooters Network. Please check out our Facebook page and head to the Freebooters Forum to engage with us about the current episodes or about things you'd like to hear us talk about. And please check out our sponsor, Geek Nation Tours. Thanks so much for listening.